Good evening to our neighbors and listeners coming to you live from the 215 here in Germantown. You are listening to the award-winning Germantown Info Hub Radio Hour. I'm the community reporter, Rashida Jamu, a.k.a. Philly's Freedom Join. And my name is Maleka Fruin, and I'm the community organizer for the Germantown Info Hub. I live here in Germantown with my family. The Info Hub Radio Hour explores everything happening in Germantown and the city of Philadelphia and covers them in an hour or less. You can check out what's going on by visiting our website at germantowninfohub.org, Twitter and Instagram at gtowninfohub, or on Facebook at Germantown Info Hub. Maplewood Mall has some real energy and engagement behind it right now. It's located in the middle of the business corridor of Germantown near Armont Street and Germantown Avenue. And this year, it's been ramping up its community engagement and programming with help from local business owners like Shirley Wardlaw, who runs a nursery school and helped get a huge mural of local poet Ursula Rucker up on her building's wall. Local coffee shop, Germantown Espresso Bar left and the mall had less foot traffic. Major renovations were done to the physical space. All these transitions have brought a new era to Maplewood Mall, with folks like Wardlaw, Starless Smith, and many others building community and momentum around the space. And they're excited to bring that into the new year. We'll hear from both Shirley and Starla as they talk about what the newly formed Maplewood Collective is doing to create community care. My name is Shirley Wardlaw. I am a mother, an entrepreneur, an artist, and a child lover. <laughs> right now, I just opened up my business, which is called Way to Grow Nursery School. It is a play-based learning center. Um, it's hands-on learning, learning through play. It's child-centered. Just an overall safe environment where children can learn, grow physically, emotionally, creatively, at their own pace. So Way to Grow is on Maplewood Mall. Tell us about your journey there, opening up your own place on the mall. So I actually grew up living in Germantown. And uh, Maplewood Mall has always been just a beautiful location. I remember shopping here with my mother and father as a child, as well as getting peanuts throughout my childhood on my own at the health food store. Maplewood Mall was always a special place to me. And as I know to everyone who lives in Germantown, we have that same feel about this special location. One of my first memories about Maplewood Mall that was very special was my daughter um, started selling bracelets and we were able to start coming to the festivals on Maplewood Mall. She got her first table and started selling bracelets under the willow tree. After that, I always wanted, I felt connected to Maplewood Mall. Moving forward, I was able to um, open my business on Maplewood Mall, which was such a blessing. And through that, I wanted to help beautify it. A few years ago, the city uh, put some money into Maplewood Mall and the, the corridor looks beautiful. And I work with mural arts to get a mural done 
um, on Germantown Armet side of Ursula. We are here. So yeah, Maplewood is very special to me and it's important to keep it vibrant and alive and let people know that we are here. So tell us about some of the kind of engagement and activity that the small businesses have had this year and what what y'all are hoping to try to do in the near future. As you all may know or may have heard, we started a group called Maplewood Collective on the mall, all the business owners on the mall. Um, right now, it seems to be a, a Black-owned corridor with Black women of business. We're all operating our businesses on the mall. So one of our first events that we just had was Oktoberfest, and it was really great. It turned out beautiful. We gave away 16 bikes on the mall. One of the things that Maplewood Collective is looking forward to continuously do is have community engagement, starting off with festivals, activities for kids. Yesterday, we worked with the Prince Hall Lodge 57, which is located on Maplewood Mall, to package up over 50 bags and give away turkeys. The business owners partnered with the lodge and gave away food yesterday. We also packed the refrigerator on Armat Street, where Green Street Friends School is. So yeah, we look forward to continuing to have programs, events, and special entertainment on the mall for the future. So look out for Maplewood Collect. How are y'all coming together? Do you do meetings? Like how do you... Uh... Right now, Maplewood Collective, we are in a process of creating a board. We do have an events committee, which, um, which is composed of maybe five of the business owners on the mall. So we do a monthly meeting with the residents and business owners on the mall once a month. And twice a month, the events committee will, we get together either through Zoom or in person to talk about our next event. Um, right now, we just partner with GAD and we're going to be over at the small business um, event that's happening on the 25th of November, this Saturday, which is a beautiful thing. Well, Maplewood will have a table giving out just some information about the businesses on the mall. Because right now, it seems that since the coffee shop left, people didn't know that we were here. So our goal right now is to get that traction and people in the community knowing that Businesses are open, we're thriving, and we are here. And let us know what GAD is and how y'all are connecting business and arts. So Germantown Art District, they have a lot going on over there. Right now, they approached Maplewood Collective about helping us with advertisement, helping us collaborate because they have a really great following and they want people also to know that Maplewood is open and thriving. So this weekend, the event will be on Germantown Avenue, but we're in the process of hoping when the weather breaks to have a GAD event that is a partnership with Maplewood. So some vendors on the mall, some vendors over on Germantown and what is that? Schoolhouse Lane. It will be an event that the community can, everyone can be involved in. Why should people support small businesses here right in their neighborhood if they're neighbors? Well, it is very important to support your neighbors, like you said. And it's unfortunate that um, sometimes in our, sometimes in our culture or what I've witnessed is that um, we'll seek something um, afar instead of shopping right next door. And you don't know the gifts that are 
right next to you. You usually are maybe thinking that you need to run to King of Prussia Mall, but there's a person who makes handmade one-of-a-kind items that is right next door. You may not know that they're there. So that's our hope to get with GAD so we can get more of exposure and letting people know that we are here with great products and great opportunities and, and great businesses that are open and ready for you all to come in and shop with us. And there's ways to help businesses that do not have a product per se to sell. You can support in different ways. So Way to Grow is actually starting a Sat Art Day classes coming up this March or April, look out for that. A Saturday art class for the community children, ages three to 10. You can come in different times. You'll have a slot, but you can do art. Just giving opportunities for children and families to be more involved in the businesses that are in their community. What really excites me with my business personally is seeing the outcome that in the happy children that come through the door daily. My children, they don't even know that they're learning. We're having fun and all of them are learning. At just two years old, my children are talking about planets and naming them, shapes, colors, letters, just through play. And right now it's a really, really special time to be on the mall with more businesses. Oh, I was here alone for a while. So <laughs> I was alone for a while, the coffee shop left. So it, it was very stagnant for a while. Now that I can see more foot traffic, I see people pulling up to come and get cupcakes daily. It's just more vibrant and it gives you hope and the energy to see what can happen here. We're also starting um, a Friends of Maplewood Mall. And, and we hope to bring more uh, community outreach programs with that. We're working with the CDC um, and the young lady, Candace, who handles the, the garden at the top and bottom. I'm collaborating, Way to Grow is collaborating with Candace this season to plant some items outside so the kids can get more exposure in nature that way. So the mall itself is just a, a really, we're on the rise right now. So we, we wanna continue moving up and let everyone know there's ways to be involved. Right now, I am enrolling children ages two to five. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook. The Our page is Way to Grow Nursery School. Follow us, give us a like and a heart. My name is Starla Smith. I am a stylist of 30 plus years. I am the owner and an operator within the Hair Sanctuary and Wellness Center. Uh, our mission here is to calm the spirit, to feed the soul, and to nurture the natural beauty. So here at the Hair Sanctuary, we, it is much bigger than hair. So it is the intention to create a community, a safe space for women and men to come into and know that when they enter the door, that everything that happened before you entered is on the other side of that door. You are free to be and express yourself in whatever way is necessary. Um, it is also our intention to be able to create different community events that bring people out. We have a couple of things planned for 2024. So we have a play day. And that play day is because we get caught up. We as humans, we get caught up in the day-to-day -day being life. We're forever working and trying to make 
other things happen. I sometimes feel that we forget to care for ourselves. So one of the things that we like doing is to remind you to take care of you. Even when you ride a plane, the instructions are to put your mask on first. We as people, as adults, we forget that. We're forever trying to care for the next individual and not caring for ourselves. So we choose to remind you of the truth of who you are. That's what we do here. I'm big on community. So be able to, being able to create a community of women and men. We even have children where we get together and we celebrate the individuals, not just the service that is being provided, but we collectively like to get together and to support the people as they are winning, if there's a challenge, anything like that. So that's who we are. We have been here since 2020, 2020, uh, 2020. We, have, we opened during the pandemic. So that was a, a huge blessing to be given a space and to be able to make it happen during the pandemic. So we've been here on Maplewood. Now I've been on Maplewood Mall for 11 years total. So I was at another establishment on the same block and what I'm aware of is that when vision is given to one person, that means a door of opportunity is opening for the next. And uh, the person that whose salon I was in was given a vision of turning the bottom section, which is the area I was in, into a boutique. So I was aware that if that was shifting for her, then shift was happening for me. And then there was a space that was open on the same street down the block where I could still continue to be a part of the community at Maplewood Mall. I love the Germantown area. I especially love the Maplewood Mall area. Something I was really aware of early in this experience of service, because service for me is not just the adorning of the crowns. It is being in service to the complete person. So it's bigger than hair. Again, it's bigger than hair for me, much bigger than hair. I love my people. I don't do what I do for the financial gain. The financial gain is the plus. This is something I do in my sleep. I dream it, I think it, I, I cannot help myself. The days that I'm supposed to be off, I'm missing. I thought it was the act of doing the hair when it is actually the people. I miss my people. I don't have one person that I service that I don't want to be here. I'm also aware that if they're sent here, they're sent here with purpose. So before the day starts, this place is saged and prayed over and into for the souls that are going to walk in because we don't know. We don't know what it is that will be happening today. So it is the intention to support. It is the intention to support. At any moment, we will circle up, have us a word of prayer to cover people. It's it's just beautiful. I love coming to work. There's not a day. Now, in my humanness, my body may be tired, but my spirit is never. I know that when I talked to Shirley earlier, it felt like there was a lot of energy and connection around building this new Maplewood Collective as well. Yes, yes. And it excites me. Yes. Tell me a little bit about why it excites you. It excites me because we have like-minded people who are focused on the same goal. It's like-minded people that are not simply just trying to take money or make money, but it is to effectively ch uh, create change and shift of what it used to be into what it is right now. I'm also in love with the fact that we call this Black Wall Street. We call Maplewood Mall Black Wall Street. 85% of the businesses that are on the block 
are black owned, not just black owned, but female black owned. There's just power. It's power in that. It's power in women getting together collectively to affect change. So my daily question to myself, if I can't do anything about it, how is it that I can be a change to shift what's going on? And then to have a collective of people who think the same way, what else could I ask for? It's very, very uplifting. We had a experience before Thanksgiving where the businesses collectively gathered with the Masons on the block to create food baskets for people for the holidays. We have another venture that will be happening in December where we'll put gifts together for children in families where parents you know, are not in a position to, to support or to have what, they, what the children would need. So I love what's going on. I love that we are taking care of the community and not just providing a physical service. It's, it's more, more than, than just a... small business. It's more than just supporting your small businesses or your local yeah. business. You're really supporting a community. Why do you feel like it's important for people to support this kind of practice and this kind of energy going on? Because I would, I feel that it would be so much less drama and trauma in the world if we could come together collectively. We put so much emphasis on finances. If we could create a system that was like a barter system, let's say you need the kids picked up, you need the kids picked up, your car isn't running, so I'm going to go take care of that. So after I take care of picking up the kids and then you say, you know what, I'm getting ready to cook for the day. So instead of you cooking, I'm going to cook for my household and your household. There's ways to do this. If we could just, this is how I grew up. This was my, this was my upbringing. Our community was community. It was community where you sit on the porch and you're just, hey, how y'all doing? How's everybody? You need anything? It's what I was brought up in and it resonates with my spirit. So I feel like if we could create a world like that and that's what this block is, that's what Maplewood Mall is. No one does without. There's no without. And then we collectively support whatever your vision is. There's something that you bring to the table. So you're going to have the energy of all of us. They're going to, I mean, that are going to uplift you on the journey that you're taking. So we'll be there. So we'll be there in, in mass numbers because we got your back. We're community. It's, I love it. I absolutely love Maplewood Mall. I love Germantown and I'm not, I'm a transplant. I'm not even from here. I'm a Texas person. I came in from Texas and I was driving down the street. I was living in another city, which was Royersford. I was driving down the street and I saw these cobblestone, this cobblestone road. I had no clue where I was, but I knew that my spirit said, this is where I needed to be. And this is where I've been. For the 11 years I've been here, this is where I've been. I love the area. To learn more about the Maplewood Collective, you can follow their Instagram page at maplewoodcollective44. I feel like falling in love. I'm in the mood to roll something up. I need some drink in my cup. Hey, I'm in the mood to pour something up. I wanna go missing. I need a prescription. I wanna go higher. Can I sit on top of you? I wanna go with nobody's Tonight. Black lights, spaceships fly. Unapologetic when we pull up tonight. 
Centering Black Families, Joyful Celebration, Movement for Black Lives, and Evolution. Those are the four core themes of the Documenting the Philadelphia Juneteenth Festival in Germantown exhibition. This is a visual chronicle of community, resilience, and freedom, celebrated yearly at the Juneteenth Festival, led by the historic Johnson House for the past 25 years. Juneteenth, also known as Freedom Day, or Emancipation Day, is an annual holiday celebrated in the United States on June 19th. It commemorates the emancipation of enslaved African Americans in the country. On June 19, 1865, Union soldiers led by General Gordon Granger arrived in Galveston, Texas, and announced that all enslaved people in Texas were legally free by executive mandate. This event marked the overdue enforcement of the Emancipation Proclamation, which had been issued two and a half years earlier. Juneteenth is a day of reflection, celebration, and recognition of African-American history and culture. It serves as a reminder of the end of slavery in the United States and the ongoing struggle for civil rights and equality. Over the years, Juneteenth has become an important symbol of freedom and an occasion for community gatherings, parades, cultural events, and discussions about the history and legacy of slavery. The Johnson House is no stranger to these kinds of events. The Juneteenth Festival in Germantown is the oldest Juneteenth celebration in Philadelphia, celebrating the historic day since 1998. It started as a celebration on the sidewalk at Germantown Ave in Washington Lane, but has since evolved into a collaborative, multi-block-long celebration with vendors, performers, food, music, and activities. Johnson House Executive Director Cornelia Swinson has been there from the beginning through the most recent celebration that took place on Saturday, June 17, 2023. She talks about how the documenting process for the Photograph Center exhibition began shaping in 2015. We had our first celebration in 1998. It was on a Sunday, June 19th. It was an afternoon program. Um, so in reality, we've been celebrating it quietly since 1998. Um, 2006 represents our first collaboration with what was then called GPTMC, which was the city agency that promoted uh, tourism in the city. It's now called Visit Philly. Um, the African American Museum, the 6300 Germantown Avenue Business Alliance, and uh, Johnson House, we all partnered together to celebrate Juneteenth. Some of the events happened downtown at the African American community um, 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 and, and then up here in Germantown over a weekend. So that was our first uh, celebration in partnership with others. Several years later, we decided to re, um, I guess you would say uh, reinvent it. So we started having it on the sidewalk 
Um, and then um, in 2014, we decided to close the street. And um, so in 2015, um, I knew Tishka Smith from the work she did in the community, um, not just as a photographer, but for her political and social thought processes and her focus on addressing some of those issues that impacted the community. So I approached her because I thought it was important for us to document the growth of our Juneteenth festival. And so this exhibit represents her documentation since 2015 through 2022. It did not include 2023. Um, and in doing so, I wanted anyone that came to look at the uh, exhibit to say, oh, well, I didn't know this happened. I wanted them to remember. I wanted them to feel what we were doing and the importance of why we were doing it and the importance of having someone document the growth of it. Coming from a site that is about history and documentation, that was important for us to do. And so that's the reason why. And when I asked her, she was pleased. And she said, you want me to do that? And I said, yes, I do. And it can't be anybody. It has to be somebody that understands our goal and what we're trying to achieve in this community and for the city of Philadelphia. And so here we are today. Tishka K. Smith is a photographer and content creator based in Philadelphia. She employs a diverse set of creative tools to boldly challenge the established norms. Through her community-oriented artistic approach, she examines the issues of racism and classism in the context of placemaking and the formation of civic identity. Smith delves into how memories and values at the neighborhood level are molded and how the marginalization of people and ideas can detrimentally impact American society and culture. She talks about how her work got her involved in the Juneteenth exhibition. She is both the curator and photographer for. So I've been here in Philly since 2011. And I spent uh, about five, six years living in Germantown, documenting Germantown uh, life as it was like really like changing. A lot of like forces were coming together to really explore how to really put Germantown on the map as a neighborhood, a destination neighborhood in Philly. And I felt like certain voices were being left out of the conversation. So my practice during that time really focused on that. Um, and that's how I got to know Connie, um, Cornelius, Cornelia Swenson at the Johnson House. Um, I was doing a project called Racism is a Sickness. And in 2015, uh, I was kind of knee deep in that. And she invited me to start documenting Juneteenth Festival. And I was like, sure, you know, and I was kind of like intimidated because, you know, Connie is a force of nature and, you know, just really, you know, very powerful figure in Germantown life and politics, social life and things like that. And so I really wanted to put my best foot forward. So I've been documenting the festival since 2015. Um, it's been eight years. It's been a wonderful experience every summer to come back to Germantown. And, and, you know, use my camera to really capture, you know, the energy, the momentum, the growth, the evolution of the festival. And, and so, you know, it's just been a joy to be able to do that um, for the Johnson House and to, you know, to really kind of map out visually how it's grown and evolved over the last eight, eight years or so. 
Revisiting the exhibition's four core themes, Tishka offers detailed insights and explores how historical struggles for freedom establish a vital connection between Juneteenth and Germantown, and what she hopes that means for Germantown and all who view the exhibition. I was working with a curator at the time, and I was asked to kind of look at the body of work thematically. And so I came up with a number of themes and then finally whittled it down to four celebrating Black families, um, celebrating Black culture and commerce, um, the evolution of the festival, and Black activism. And so from there, having that framework, looking at the photographs and figuring out which one of the, which one, which ones of the photographs really embodied those themes. And they all tell a story about community, in my opinion, how the Germantown community is for me ground uh, you know a ground zero for what it means to be free um so you know folks in texas celebrate juneteenth they have a lock on like this is where it started but when you think about um germantown history you know a lot of things related to slavery took place in germantown so i felt like germantown needs to be talked about in the context of juneteenth um, and so my hope is that the exhibit will foster those kinds of conversations. Like, what does it mean to be free? What does it mean to have that connection temporally and geographically to what's going on, what went on in Texas and what's going on right now? Um, and how can these photographs inspire people to really come together and talk about the themes? Like, how, what can we do to support Black families thriving? What can we do to support Black business and to uplift Black culture? What can we do to be our own activists? Like, it's one thing to support and rely on our activists who kind of put themselves on the line, but I believe that we all can be activists in our own right. And then finally, like, what can we do to support this festival? It's growing, it's thriving. Um, we need to see more people showing up every year. <laughs> you know, it's growing numerically, but... I feel like there's enough people in Philadelphia who, you know, when they make a choice about where they're going to be for Juneteenth, they should choose Germantown. And so, you know, I'm hoping that these photographs will inspire people to really think about Germantown as a destination, because I think there are layers to this conversation about, you know, how can we get more people coming up to the Germantown to, you know, to see the great stuff that's happening in Germantown, all the history, but all, you know, just also like the architecture, the green spaces, the people. Um, and, you know, I think it's like, it's like a, it's like a potluck, right? You get everything you need in Germantown. And I think that it's only fair that when we think about Germantown, we think about you know, what I call in my solo exhibit in 2013, 10 years ago, the other Germantown. So it's not just the historic sites. It's not just the architecture. It's the people. And Germantown is, you know, ma minority majority. You know, I think it's like 70% African-American. So, you know, we're talking about deep Black roots in Germantown that power these kinds of events, that power the festival and other kinds of events that take place in Germantown. I only ask that people give all of that a fair shake 
when they're thinking about, you know, how to make Germantown a destination in Philadelphia. While the Johnson House is responsible for the inception of the exhibition, Historic Germantown hosted. Executive Director of Historic Germantown, Twami Forrest, explains further why it was important for the organization to collaborate with the Johnson House to host this documentation of the annual festival. We really wanted to celebrate, one, the artistry and work of Tishka Smith, uh, the artist and photographer featured here, but also to um, lift up the fact that this celebration had been taking place in Germantown hosted by the Johnson House Historic Site, which is one of our member organizations um, for, for close to two decades now, and really recognize that leadership and recognize that this early on had been designated Philadelphia's official Juneteenth Festival. Uh, so we wanted to kind of recognize that broader context, but also uh, showcase um, people in the neighborhood, people coming out, families, vendors, elected officials, civic leaders, really taking part in this exhibit. So it's, it's, it's a celebration as much as anything, both of the photography of Tishka Smith as well as the, the meaning for this festival. And of course, during this time, uh, Juneteenth became recognized as a, first as a state holiday and then finally, finally uh, as a federal holiday. The Documenting the Philadelphia Juneteenth Festival in Germantown Exhibition is currently open Thursdays through Saturdays from noon to 4 p.m. or by appointment at the historic Germantown site at 5501 Germantown Avenue. It's currently on display until the spring of 2024. I hope the message will, that they take will be a, a deeper understanding of why it's important to continue to work to address the issue of inequity in our community, um, whether it's about race, class, gender. The message I want them to take is it's just as important today as it was then. And to never forget, so you keep on striving to keep that message front and center and clear. Come to Juneteenth. 2024 and be prepared to enjoy yourself totally <laughs> okay Well, Germantown, it is about that time. If you want to share story ideas or information with the Germantown Info Hub, please email gtown.infohub at gmail.com. And you can also keep up with us on social media at Gtown Info Hub on Twitter and Instagram and Germantown Info Hub on Facebook. Additionally, you can read our stories at germantowninfohub.org. And we encourage listeners to text the Equally Informed Philly text line, which is another program under Resolve Philly. It allows Philadelphians to access information regarding Philadelphia services. The Equal Info line is a free bilingual English and Spanish question and answer texting service that provides subscribers with vetted local news and resources. To ask questions, text Equal Info, which is two words, to 215-910-4040 
or type in joinsubtext.com slash equalinfo215 on your web browser. Equally Informed also supplies a community-driven print newsletter that's available at health centers and libraries all over the city. And that is about it. Once again, I'm Rashida Jamu, the reporter for the Info Hub. And I'm Maleka Fruin. Thank you to our guests for speaking with us today for today's show. And as always, thank you to our neighbors for always listening and engaging and allowing the Info Hub to serve you. And until next time, good night, Germantown. Good night, Germantown.